You're a monster! Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, how we doing? Pretty good. I like annoying you. You do? Yeah. Right before we were we were counting down to start the show and he's just hand clap snapping stuff. Like I don't even know what you were doing, but it was annoying the heck out of me. So thank you for that. And Anytime, bud. I'm sure everybody listening is very thankful for your annoyance as well. So, <laughs> well, guys, uh, welcome. And we got some stuff to jump in and chat about. We got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we got a guest on later as well. Uh, but to recap something that we discussed last week, we wanted to clarify and make sure that we did officially say it. But Tampa Bay is officially the first team in NFL history to play a Super Bowl in its home stadium. And will it matter? Yeah, does it really matter? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean... If they come out and win, I guess it does. But, but to me, I mean, I think you know they're not they're doing like the NFL has made apparently already some um, some changes to where they can't shoot the cannon off because that would be considered home field advantage. They are, they are trying to negate anything that does feel like a home field advantage yep. towards the Super Bowl. There have been times in the past where one of the teams plays in their home city, but not their home stadium. Right. So it's not like this something close to this has never happened before but yeah i don't think it matters yeah i mean we'll just have to kind of wait and see it's it's very interesting I mean, we though. just saw the bucks go into lambo and beat green bay like yeah a lot actually a lot of the road teams won in these playoffs yeah yeah i mean we'll definitely we'll we'll chat about the game later uh most likely so we'll we'll kind of kind of dive dive into it then but the other thing that we just thought was very interesting and kind of funny is uh Patrick Mahomes, when Tom Brady played in his first Super Bowl, was six years old. And now they're playing in a Super Bowl together. Yeah. I mean, how crazy is that? Kindergarten. <laughs> Did you, wow. Did you try to do that with a Boston accent? Was that on purpose or did that just come out that I way? I said it funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just, I don't really do accents. Kind of. Okay. Well, anyways. So, yeah, I mean, that's just crazy. I mean, new kid on the block. I mean, the new face of kind of the NFL versus kind of the old face of the NFL. Yeah. So. The best first, maybe. Yeah, I mean, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably the best quarterback that ever played currently in Tom Brady and the future of best quarterback that may ever have played in Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So, going to be a great Super Bowl. Um, but, James, if we have anybody that's listening that hasn't subscribed to our channels, and they wanted to chat with us, come hang out with us, or just listen to the news that we provide. Where could they find us at? Uh, Twitter and Facebook at the TFL Monsters, Apple Podcasts and Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters. Boom. So come listen, come find us, come hang out with us, ask us questions. We always try to get back to you guys as quick as possible. We do have some monster news. we got a lot to talk about yeah, today. Yeah, so, the mic's about to drop. Yeah, so let's go ahead and jump into monster news this week. So, yeah, big bombshell. We talked about it last week about Matthew Stafford and the Lions agreeing to part yep. ways. And this moved pretty quick. Yeah, I said it would. I saw like reports like he they he was like thought this team would be a good Matthew Stafford said he would like to go to this team and within like a couple hours it was finalized. But Matthew Stafford was officially traded to the Los Angeles Rams. Mm. Detroit got back in the deal, Jared Goff, which makes sense. Yeah, we knew two, that was uh, two. Um, yeah, two future first round picks and a future third round pick. Yeah, so we haven't talked too much about this because we wanted to talk on air. Um, what's your thoughts towards this? I love it. I've always loved Matthew Stafford. I know, you and have. I've never been the biggest Jared Goff guy. I didn't want him when they were in St. Louis. I always wanted Wentz. Yeah, over him. Yeah, we both did. And I think this offense really. I mean, if you look at them last year, they really just missed like. If the quarterback play was better, this team, I mean, this team's going to be dangerous next year. Yeah. So he, here's the thing is I am not going to say that Matthew Stafford is not an upgrade from Jared Goff because he is definitely hands down. My concern is the fact that you gave up once again two first round picks. They, they, <laughs> like, ever since Sean McVay took over, they really they don't have first round picks. a lot. Yeah. Uh, they don't, yeah, they don't draft a lot. Um, they just, 
try to make trades I mean, and it, do it in free agency. I think it's been. I, I think I don't. I think you'd have to say it's been working. Has it though? Because they they've made the, the Super Bowl Super- once and lost. Yeah, but I mean, he, he hasn't been around that long, and they've been very competitive every year. I mean, uh, yeah, I would say they've been competitive, uh, but still, I mean, you could be in much worse spots. I I would still gamble on taking somebody in the first round, you know, pending on. Well, I don't know because I do feel like they do a pretty good job. Cam Akers was a second round. They're never going to get one of those picks. Yeah, they're they're not going to get a high the high pick. But I mean, they did a pretty good job with Cam Akers scouting him out. So I I can see that they can find talent and even look at some other teams. You know, Deontay Johnson, who I think we'll actually talk about later, he wasn't a top first round pick. No, I think he was like a third or a fourth rounder. You know, so look at what he's done. And he's still not even getting respect. Poor guy. Anyways, I just I think gambling away two first round picks and a third round pick plus a first overall quarterback that you drafted in like 2015. That doesn't matter. To me, that's just a lot for one player that's 32 years old that has never won a playoff game. And has, I would say, arguably been completely mediocre in his career so far. But is that his fault or is that his organization? Are you talking fault? about like him as a quarterback being mediocre or like his teams being mediocre? I'm saying his play has I been okay, he, he, but his teams have been Stafford mediocre. Has been one of the top quarterbacks in the league. I just look at this and I'm saying I wouldn't say top quarterback. No, at his peaks, oh yeah. I mean, with him and Calvin Calvin Johnson, he had some great seasons where he was throwing for five thousand yards and whatnot, but he still wasn't making the playoffs. Okay, yeah, but that's not my argument. Because that's also the Detroit Lions. And that's, I'm not that's what I'm saying. Is it him them. or is it his organization? So I think this is going to be telling because I do think he's going to a team with Sean McVay that I think he's going to like playing there. Oh, <laughs> I really do. And yeah, I think I mean, Sean McVay is going to like having him. Yeah, that offense, Cam Akers behind at running back. You got Cooper Both Cup, Robert Woods, oh. Josh Reynolds, Van Jefferson, Tyler Those Higby. tight ends. Yeah, I have heard that maybe Gerald Everett might be gone. But yeah, that's still a great offense with great offensive talent and mm-hmm. that defense is already top back. Yeah, it's top five and you know almost every year anyway. So I mean it is playoff bound, but it's just you gambled away a lot of your future. I'm cool with it. So if if Matthew Stafford plays for the next five years there, then I'd be fine. But right now he's only on a two year deal and I don't know if they're going to be able to afford to resign him. So that's a long way away. Two years isn't a long way away. You traded two first round picks for the next two years. So so other news it has, I mean, we've been talking about this for weeks now, but yep. Deshaun Watson did officially request to be traded from Houston. Yep. No big surprise. Yep. And then there was already reports came in, coming yeah. out from from the front office there that they're not going to trade him. You think I it's a ploy? Yeah, it is. It's got to be. When players do this, you do lose a lot of leverage. <laughs> well, I mean, to me, the leverage is still with the with the team because at the end of the day, Watson cannot report and not yeah, but play. Exactly, exactly. But then he doesn't get paid. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, you have to kind of figure out like... Which, uh, honest, I, I feel like that's probably... If he doesn't get traded, that's probably what's going to happen. Right. And do you waste a year of playing, you know, to sit on the bench and, you know, and not get paid? It's just how long do you want to be able to do this? Because he's not going to... He just got an extension. Yeah. yeah. So for just, him to he, do he, that, he he's got to do it for the next four or five years. Or until they trade him. Which, at this point, are you going to do, you know? So it's going to be interesting. Keep monitoring. We'll keep an eye on it. We We did see one potential trade going around there him ended up end up going to Oakland. Uh, oh, Oakland, the, Las Vegas. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah Mariota would go to Indy or No, Houston? so Mariota would go to Houston, Derek Carr yeah, would go to Indy. Indy. It would and be a three-way lot, trade. There's a lot of draft picks and stuff Lo- in there yeah, too. Yeah, a lot of but, draft picks getting moved. Uh I would not really And then like that. yeah, a lot of the draft picks were going to Houston. I think one draft pick, I think it was a third-round pick going from Oakland no, going from the Colts to I know Houston got like maybe almost three for they had a lot of yeah they got most of everything yeah it was it was very interesting. we don't want that to happen no I, I do I not did, want I him did kind of forget about Mariota out there being a possible quarterback on move and apparently now also Derek Carr looks like he's gonna be going yeah so else. I know what last week we talked about some quarterbacks that could be on yeah. the move I mean Sam Darnold could also be on the move still. We don't know. It it seems like he he. There's a high possibility that he's going to get traded. For some reason, I just feel like Derek Carr is going to Denver if he goes anywhere. That just seems like the. I don't think they'll trade in the division though. I don't think he's that like. Yeah. Don't know. And then, uh, 
we did hear some news. We were talking with JT earlier. Yeah. And this would be yeah. interesting to think about. We're now, we don't have any sources yet. A little so skeptical. A little skeptical, but, but it would be interesting. I mean, very skeptical. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, uh, a close friend of a friend, <laughs> of a friend maybe, yeah, to Andrew Luck. cousin that's twice removed on right, his mom's side. Right, yeah. Way down on the totem pole. Apparently has uh, reported that if the Colts would send an offer to Andrew Luck, there could be a response there, and there's a chance that maybe he could come back. So something else that will... I mean, that would be awesome, but I just... Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. When a player leaves like that and how he did it... don't. I never saw him coming back. Yeah. But I know his dad's still heavily involved in the NFL, so there's still a chance yeah. in my opinion, but we just don't know. So, all right, what do we else we got? Uh, so it looks like now Mitch Trubisky and the Bears are expected to part ways this offseason. Well, thank God. I'm so. I'm actually kind of surprised, though. I thought if they were going to get rid of one of the quarterbacks, I figured he was going to be the one to stay, and they were going to get rid of Foles. But what do you think about that? I mean, do you think they're going to run with Foles? No. Do you think they're going to get rid of both, bring somebody well, in? Well, I mean, I think they're going to retain Foles, but bring someone in, someone else in also. Hmm. Who do you think would fit there? Obviously, they're probably going in the Watson sweepstakes, but... Yeah, that's not happening. I don't um, see it happening either. I mean, maybe if you get him on the cheap, maybe Mariota could work there. I would hate to see... I would hate to see him go there just because I really want him to succeed. And that front office hasn't changed. Coaching staff hasn't changed. I don't. I think anybody they bring in is not going to work out. Yeah, it was kind of funny because... Me, JT, and Caleb have been talking a lot the past couple of weeks about like all these quarterback moves and everything, mm-hmm. and with Indy, and it just kind of like occurred to me. So we had Jared Goff and Carson Wentz, yep. both number one and number two picks, fighting for a job. Yep, and Jameis Winston and Mariota both fighting for jobs, also in back to back years. Mm-hmm. All of them were either number one or number two overall picks in the league. That's crazy. And what's sad is some of them, like, I'm not gonna say they're all not talented. But uh, they've all had heights. Yeah. And they've okay, all had who do you lows. think is the best out of those at their peak? Wentz. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't even feel like it's unfortunately not much of a competition. I, f- I feel like Mariota was never, he never reached a peak. There was seasons where he looked fine, but I don't yeah. think he ever reached his peak. He definitely showed decent potential. Yeah. And then Winston's peak, he, he peaked and peaked negatively. <laughs> On the same time, like yeah, that's, that's just that's just like his mo. So, and then golf, I just felt like you know his his peak just wasn't as high, and it didn't you no. know it's just he's kind of eh. So some other Rams news looks like they're not going to bring Malcolm Brown back next year. So maybe I, one they less found running their running back, back. group. Yeah, they're, they found him. Uh, some Packers rumors that I think are noteworthy that that they the rumors are that they would love to have Aaron Jones back, pay which him. makes me feel very happy. Got to pay him though. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And then the last piece of news, it looks like Big Ben is coming back, but the Steelers are making him rework his contract to stay with Pittsburgh. Apparently, like Ben is like, he's, he's very, open to yeah, it. He's, yeah. yeah, he's very open to it. He wants to help the team as much as he can. But Yeah, I forgot. His cap hit was like insane. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> incredibly high. Yeah, so if they if he comes back, yeah, there's no way. No way they can, they can retain it. Um, with the Aaron Jones news, though, just out of your curiosity, if if they go out and resign Aaron Jones, does that mean bye bye to Jamal uh, Jamal Williams? Yeah, I think it would have to because I don't you don't think they can retain both. Well, there's no point, and plus they have Dylan still. Yeah, there's no point. Okay, I I agree with you. All right, so that was our monster news for this week. Now we're going to go ahead and jump into the fight for the fist. We came to fight. James, I think we have a guest today. Yep. Who do we have on the phone? We got Scott SM Kramer, East League champ. Mr. Scotty Kramer. Congratulations on your championship. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for having me today. Welcome. So how are you feeling? That's now been a few what a few weeks past. Yep. Still flying high? 
Uh, doing yeah, still pretty happy about my my performance this year. I'm not taking out the podcast faces and the semis and the finals this year. Yeah, yeah thanks for bringing that up. So yeah. now that that's been brought up, uh, <laughs> let's start with my yeah. Let's start game with your with semifinal them. game real quick. So yeah, me and Scott we played in the semifinals, and I lost by one point two points. I mean, I don't know how much closer because you could have got. Juju scored nothing. No, that is not true. No, he scored nothing. He actually was. Yeah. Did he come back with to a the zero? Fumble, yeah, with the oh, fumble. Because I was like, he was stuff, negative. It was zero. <laughs> Good grief. Oh, that's right. Because he had. I think it was three receptions for 15 yards. Yeah. And, like and a, a fumble. fumble or something. Yeah. Just absolutely Jeez. pitiful. I I don't even know what to, what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, it was a close game projected going into it. And I think it was just neck and neck the entire way from first kickoff to that final whistle. And I, I remember I was just nerve, nervous, nerve wracking, mm-hmm. just until that final gun, till 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 the final, you know, whistle. Blue, they, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. On Monday night. Yeah, I remember he sent me, and, and then of course the next week Juju has a good game. 19, of course he 19 does. Nineteen points. Of right. course he does. <laughs> but I remember Scott sent me uh, this gif with this guy just sweating profusely because he was so scared. Like, he's like, I don't know what's going to happen because what's what's going to happen is something stupid like a late touchdown to to Juju. Well, yeah, that was the part because like watching the game, I'm just like, okay. like It could have happened at well, any yeah, moment. I mean, all he needs is 1.2 points. It's just like a reception yeah. and five yards. Like yeah. it doesn't need much. <laughs> but at, like at a certain point, like after halftime, late in the third quarter, I'm just like, this is like, his like, it's objectively like hysterical. Like, yeah. I'm just yeah. like, yeah. what is happening? Like, yeah. I mean, it, it was getting to the point where I was actually just laughing while I was watching this game because I'm sitting here thinking about, I wonder what James is doing right now. Scott's scared out of his mind, but James is probably <laughs> just getting so ticked off because he literally needs one reception for, it doesn't even matter. You literally just needed the catch. It could have been, for, well, no, it couldn't have been negative yards, but you just needed a positive catch. Just any, yeah, anything. <laughs> Like that's so crazy. If he doesn't fumble, yeah, it was. I think James was, Washington would have been fine for you to play that week, though. Probably. <laughs> I, mean, I could probably think of a couple hundred players that would have been better than that. Yeah. Well, I told you not to play him, but you didn't listen. That's your fault. And then after he takes down James, uh, we we were actually speaking at work. So for for all of our listeners, me and Scott are work buddies. We're BFFs at work and join the league and. Had a great time, obviously, because he freaking kicked all of our butts. But no, he really kicked your butt. Yeah, he really kicked my butt. Uh, we were talking at work, and we're we're thinking like, oh, because our projections were really freaking close. Yeah, I think it was only a couple points, and I think it was him projected to beat me by like two. And so we were just like, oh, it's gonna be really close. It was not close. <laughs> no, he had a uh, Kamara for his six touchdown game. Yeah, he had David Johnson who had almost thirty points. Yeah. He had Mike Evans who had 35 points. Yep. He just all he needed was those players and he would have beat Caleb. Yeah. Like Yeah, I had I had Kamara go first, then Evans that Saturday morning. Yep. I had Kamara on Christmas Day, Saturday afternoon, the early game. I had Mike Evans and Caleb's text me and he goes, I haven't even got someone going yet, and I am already down by 84 points. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I was my expectation now for the rest of that week was our weekend was just that's that's yeah, that Kamara one had to have been brutal to <laughs> well, be playing against because it happened so early in the week and it's just like you know you're done like you know you're done well I was texting you you remember and I even told you yeah I'm, I'm texting James and I'm like hey so Kamara has like three touchdowns right now and I'm like I I'm I'm done like there's no like Mike Evans hasn't even had his 35 point game and I'm already talking about how I'm done and then he still somehow, and I, I think I text you like not even two hours, was, not even an hour later. Recent. Yeah, it was not. Not long. even like an hour later, and I go, so Kamara now has five touchdowns. <laughs> James is like, what? <laughs> and then he finishes the game with six, and I'm just like, this is stupid. And what's really dumb, he did. I don't even think he had like 200 yards. Well, my greedy self was upset that they put they they Saints had a like a first and goal, and they put Hill in. <laughs> you wanted to, to, one? To, to do a Q, QB sneak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you greedy. Yeah, it looks like you had like 170 total yards in that game. Yeah, but six freaking touchdowns. Like, come on. That's just insane to me. Just insane. Yeah, it was pretty much over by at three o'clock on Saturday. Yeah. 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 
Merry Christmas. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, happy New Year to me, right? So I know this was your your first time uh, playing on the Sleeper app, um, and it was obviously the first time that we ran a listener league. So what did you think of the Sleeper app and the listener league this year? Uh, I thought the Sleeper app was pretty good. Um, first time I used that. Um, took a little bit getting used to, just, but, you know, like any person that's grown up in this technology age, you know, you, you, you kind of figure it out and <laughs> see, see how the app works. Yeah. Um, I thought the, the, the league overall was pretty active. Um, pretty good. Um, the message board was pretty funny at times, mm-hmm. you know, some trash talking here and there. Uh, James, I think was the, uh, MC <laughs> most of the season yeah. in that area. Uh, kind of funny there uh but no i thought overall the league was pretty good you know looking forward to do it again next year and defend my title yeah i mean he gets to play for free next year so you know that's that's a win in my book right so yeah you get to get to join the league next year for free and regain your title now keep in mind though that our other listener league winner is also going to be in that league and trying to regain his title too so you guys are both gonna have to battle that out so that'll be fun (laughs) <laughs> uh, so I think we're going to be going down to one league next year. Yep. So, uh, but that that'll be cool. Uh, but, and you two have some uh, some payback for people then, yeah. <laughs> namely me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So unf- I, we don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll have to kind of see how it plays out. I don't know if we're both going to have teams in the league next year or not. We'll we'll have to see. Probably a good chance that we will, just because I'm still ticked off at you. And so is James. So we'll, have to, <laughs> probably, we'll, we'll have to kind of see how that plays out. But uh, when you went through your whole season, was there any point where you're like sitting here thinking, dude, I have a shot at getting this title. Like there's a, there's a chance I can make this happen. Like did that ever play in your head or did that ever come up thinking where you're just going to be like, I'm going to win this league. Um, uh, I, I thought I had a decent draft uh, with my strategy. Just kind of wanted to get a well-rounded team, get myself ready for, you know, bye weeks and in case there were any injuries, uh, make sure I had some solid backups already so I didn't have to go scrounging on the waiver wire and try and get lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, luckily I didn't get hurt by the injury bug all that bad throughout the season. Um, I had a, my my, I had a, I had a couple, you know, guys go down for a couple of weeks with injury or COVID, but you know, everyone kind of stayed healthy and pretty consistent. Um, took my dings in the loss column, but you know, I thought that my team was pretty consistent throughout the year. So I just thought if I got to the playoffs, you know, I'm going to give it, give it the best try and hope my guys can pull it out. And you know, it ended up working out that way. Yeah, I mean, I barely snuck into the playoffs anyway, so I probably didn't deserve to win, <laughs> but. I mean, when you look at your team, it was pretty consistent. And there were some players on the, on his team I, I absolutely loved. You know, obviously Alvin Kamara was the the rock on your, your running back core. Past that, David Johnson had a very, you know, good season. I don't remember recalling who he had after that, though. Do you have his team up by any chance? Uh, he had Lamar. Well, that's not a running back. David Johnson. Yeah. Two good receivers, Allen Robinson, DK. DK, I like that. Yeah, and he had Mark Andrews at tight end, which was, you know, had his ups and downs, better than nothing. But uh, I mean, the the team definitely had some pieces where I was kind of like, yeah, it's that's a it is well rounded, you know. Yeah. So, well, Scott, I mean, I just want to say thanks for uh, taking the time. You know, you'll have a trophy that's getting sent out your way, and we'd love to have some pictures of you holding it. Maybe, you know, like on a mantle somewhere. Uh, that would be awesome. Uh, but we just want to say thanks again for for taking the time to chat with us. And I uh, would love to have you on again if you wanted. Yep. Sounds good to me. Thanks for having me. And I'll put that uh, trophy right behind me by my desk. So when we're on team calls in the video, oh, side, take geez, a look at man. it. <laughs> that's that is one of the downfalls <laughs> with, a, with a coworker winning this because <laughs> now I have to look at that crap every day. Well, at but least three times a week. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. But, but seriously, <laughs> thanks for having me on. And thanks for running a good season. Looking forward for next year. Yeah, man. We'll we'll catch you next year, and I'll see you tomorrow at work. All right, man? All right. Talk to you. Have, have a good night, We're going to go ahead and jump into a new segment that we were going to talk about, which is our Dynasty Trade Targets. So now that the season's over, yeah, maybe lots of Dynasty questions. Either 
calling your shot on some of these players or buying them real low right now. Maybe mm-hmm. you just sneak something through. Yeah. So keep in mind, you know, this is definitely pre NFL draft. You know, so yeah, some of these players you'd have to call your shot, but I think it'd be worth it. I I do too. So especially yeah. So we'll just get into it. Yeah, go ahead and jump in with your first one. So running back wise, I was looking at them, and we kind of I only put up one of these players, and Caleb put up the other one, but yep. we're kind of lumping them together. Yeah, and we're gonna have a little debate about it. So yep. it's Antonio Gibson and J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, both rookie running backs this year. Yep. Um, both with I feel that can have pretty high potential next season. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of have to, again, you're going to have to call your shot on one or you can try both. I don't think you'll be able to, to do no. both. Uh, James, but, go ahead and do your argument for Gibson. Well, Gibson, I mean, in his rookie year in a heavy timeshare with JD McKissick, missing time with injury, didn't have a very good beginning or in the ending of the season was really bad. He was still able to finish as the 12th, 13th best running back mm-hmm. this past year. And is that I half mean, point or, or PPR? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. And he, yeah, I mean, his receiving work, he's great. He's just incredibly big and fast and elusive. He's just a very, very good running back. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... And if that offense gets a quarterback upgrade or anything like that, it can help it. And I think a lot of people who have him know the potential but might be nervous about if the offense, like, what if the offense doesn't get any better? What if they don't upgrade a quarterback? And they might have been burned by his end of season because his end of season was rough. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, you're con- kind of calling your shot on Antonio Gibson, but I think his ceiling next year is going to be a lot higher than it was. We really liked him coming into this year. Yep. And I think he's only going to get better in year two. So I definitely don't not like that. I, I, In fact, I love it. And I think you actually have him, so I know you're not going to trade him in our league, um, unfortunately. But I, he's someone that I will target. I did want to bring up J.K. Dobbins. Just because I do know that they already got rid of Mark Andrews, they released him. He didn't have a great season. He he finished as an RB2, uh, 23 overall in PPR. But if you look at some of the, the games that he did have... Second half of the season was much different. Yes. It his second much, half was much, much better. better. But see, that's also when the offense started playing better as well. Yeah. Mark Ingram was still getting a lot of touches. They're, they still do a running back by committee type mentality down there. But I think next season, J.K. is going to start out being the guy. Yeah. And I think taking a shot, because he's not somebody, I don't feel like you're going to have to spend a lot to go get right now. Which one do you think will cost more? Antonio Gibson or JK? I think Gibson will cost more. Because I felt like Gibson had the better season. And honestly, between the two... He did, but I feel like a lot of people are going to remember the end of seasons more. See, I don't know. Because if you look at both... And I think some people could be scared off, because you know the Ravens, you know what they're going to do. They're going to run the ball no matter what. Right. That's that's fair, but they're always going to run the ball more with Lamar <laughs> to me too. But at the same time, like I felt like Gibson was definitely more in the spotlight fantasy wise than JK was. And plus, I still think at the end of it, between the two, who would you rather have? Just regardless of price. Regardless of price. Antonio Gibson. Same. So I think at the same time, that's why I already think Antonio Gibson's price is going to be higher. Because I think at the end of the day, I'm still going to take a shot on Antonio Gibson. But I do think J.K. has a good opportunity of being a good running back. But, you know, I think the reason I would take the shot getting J.K. is just because he's going to be cheaper. Yeah, I, I do like both of them a lot. Yeah. I don't think you go wrong. J.K. was my favorite running back coming in this draft. Yeah, actually. So if they were in this year's upcoming rookie draft. That would be intriguing. To where would you, <laughs> what pick would you be willing to trade to pick? take one of these players right now in your rookie draft well they're definitely going first round obviously um i'm thinking like third fourth overall pick yeah i mean they're they're probably going one one two two three something like that i think jonathan taylor would be ahead of them well jonathan taylor is the only person i think that's going to be ahead of them right now yeah uh and you always go running back heavy at the beginning of your rookie drafts most people do um so, yeah, probably three, two or three. Yeah. And I think Gibson in this past rookie draft was he a was pretty late. third. Yeah. Something did you get him in there. the third round? So, Well, I don't have him in Dynasty. I thought you did. No. I, oops. Tried desperately. 
getting him uh, even before the season started. Who has him in our dynasty league? Brian. He's not trading him. He doesn't want to trade. So next person we were going to talk about, another running back, someone we do feel like you can go and get, because it's not like he had a terrible season, but it wasn't too great. He just missed most of the entire season. Missed a lot of time. Austin Eckler. Yeah. Um, coaching change. You know, Justin Herbert had a kind of a breakout season for himself. Yeah. Um, to and the shock saw, of us. With Herbert, he saw that passing work, man. Like yeah, he one did. One game, 16 targets. Two games with nine targets. I, I, I think Austin Eckler, because he proved it the year before, was a top five running back mm-hmm. in PPR leagues. Saw all the targets. Very efficient on the ground. I think a lot of people probably just forgot about him. Forgot how good he really is. Yeah, I ag- I agree with you. I think when you when you really look at a lot of this stuff, uh, when he was in there, he had he had a great season. And I mean, even I mean, look at that, dude. First three weeks. 10 points, which isn't great, but then 18-31, got hurt week in week four, didn't play again, come back against Buffalo. Keep in mind, at Buffalo, which is a really good defense and still posted 23 points. So he's always going to get the the passing work. And how many weeks did he miss? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. He missed six weeks. He still finished 26. Yeah, and I mean, you could count that the seventh because he the bye yeah well no he against Tampa when he got hurt he oh true barely played at all true he only had uh, yeah and he still finishes an RB three and uh, yeah I mean what else do you need to say yep <laughs> so try and go grab him and we don't think be, with the injury coaching changes we think that maybe people are kind of still a little sour about it so you might be able to get him for a little bit I cheaper. mean yeah we're not like we, I mean we could tell you just to go out there and get Justin Jefferson and Jonathan Taylor and stuff like that. Obviously, but these guys are the guys that you might. I mean, they're a little riskier, but yeah, could pay they're off. a little riskier, but you're going to get them cheaper. Like the next guy, yep. you're definitely going to have to call your shot on this one. But yep. I think you could get them pretty cheap. Yep. So I don't think a lot of people realized realized how much work he really was getting last year. I do. Because <laughs> yeah, this I, is this is Caleb's boy. <laughs> this was my boy last year. I was preaching him, man, like just going all out on this guy earlier. A lot of people were waiting, and I I was not going to hesitate. I went and picked him up in as many places as I could, which is Miles Gaskins. Mm-hmm. So I kind of hit the Miami train this year, though. Yeah. You know, the little bad bandwagon going around, man. I just thought Miami was putting together a really nice season. I feel like they found a running back that was capable and did really good. But he didn't, like, he didn't, he wasn't terrific or anything like that, but he was above he average. He was consistent. And there, I mean, there is the risk of they either draft someone or bring someone in free agency. Yep. But if he stays in Miami, they don't bring anyone else in, and he retains this role, he is going to do what he did last year again. I mean, the amount of work he saw mm-hmm. every single week was insane. Yeah, they were just peppering him with, uh, with just attempts, and he started getting a lot of passing work too. Yeah, a lot of passing work. You know, like what was it, five for five and eighty-two and two touchdowns against Vegas. I mean, that's a ton, you know, five, uh, four for five for 57, uh, against Buffalo. That's, that's not bad at all. You, we want the passing work. He missed six weeks this year of playing time, still finished in PPR leagues at 28, which is a, which is a, a three. And Ealing had four touchdowns on the season and only four touchdowns on the season. But that's because they kept giving Jordan Howard a lot of that. Again, the first three games, I think he had like three touchdowns. So, yeah. I mean, th- those could have gone to Miles Gaskins, but th- but didn't. So, again, you got to, if you want to take your shot, I'm taking my shot here. I think you can get him cheap. I think I, yeah, I think I'll be able to get him for like a late and pick. Just or, a side note whoever the starting running back for Miami is, is going to be a good very chance. good because yeah. they just give one guy all the work. Yeah, they really do. And that offensive line is looking really good yeah. right now. So, keep that in mind for next season, guys. Next guy I want to talk about, though, this is also my boy. Yep. This guy has he's literally... Our boy. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's just... He's, he, he's, he's honestly probably the show's guy. Like, yeah, he's our show's guy. About him show. We talk about him all the time. He's a he's a best friend of the show. You know, like, we'd, we we need to have him on. We have him on speed dial. Yeah, we got him on speed dial. I really wish we did. Seriously, one of our favorite players for two reasons. One, not only is he really good, but I feel like he's just miss like just disrespected in the NFL and even in fantasy. Like he does not get enough credit for what he does. This is Deontay Johnson. Yep. This is the number one wide receiver that I will claim 
on the Pittsburgh Steelers. You saw 144 targets last year. I don't even know what else you need to say, guys. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, we say this because yeah, he is continuously disrespected, and he did have some bad drops and stuff like that. And I mean, this is dependent. But even if Juju does come back, Big Ben's probably going to be there for at least another year. That offense was able to move. I think now in a dynasty league is the time to buy Deontay Johnson because he could easily be a top ten receiver for the next handful of years. Yeah, I mean, he's only been in the league one year. So this was his second year. So he's going in year three. I only think he's going to continue to move forward. I mean, a lot will depend on what Big Ben's future kind of looks like. If he comes back, I, I'm confident in him. I don't know what the future past Big Ben looks like. They don't have any quarterback waiting on, you know. It's they not going to be Hodges Haskins. or freaking. Dwayne Haskins. They signed Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. He's not the future either, no. guys. So he's better than Mason Rudolph. I will say he's better than Mason Rudolph, yes. But guys, there he... I mean, he had one, two, three, four, five, six. He had six games this year that were over 20 points. Yep. Six. And yeah, like we mentioned, the targets he saw were he was peppered. outrageous. He was constantly on our DFS matchups. To, you know, I mean, we wanted him on our DFS teams. I wanted him on everywhere I could in my fantasy teams. He only had one, two. He had three games where I was kind of like, ah, oh, crap, man. Like they were under 10 points. Yep. And they were just, you know, kind of, they, those are rough weeks. And some of them weren't even against necessarily great teams. But he constantly was on the field, high snap percentages, and again, just peppered and peppered and peppered with targets. I don't even know when he had a good game, we're talking an average, what, 14 to 16 targets? I mean, I, what else do you want? I'd say like maybe a 10, 11, 11. No, I mean, look, he's got 14 here, 13 there, 12, 14, 16, 15. It's around 10. Yeah, I don't know how you do your averages, but. Well, you take his total targets divided by games played. Fine. Whatever. (laughs) Anyways, so he's guaranteed for at least 10 targets. I forgot Joshua Dobbs is on this team, too. He's not the future either. (laughs) No. I did like him in Tennessee, but. So. I, what do you think they might have to trade to get him though? If I was looking for him and I had like a mid round, first round pick this year, that I would give that up in a heartbeat. You would, you'd give that up like a fifth, sixth. So I know in our dynasty league, Jack has him. Yep. And so would you go to him with a mid first round pick? I've got the first one I would. You do. Well, you kind of have an early pick this year. Exactly. I have the second pick. Yeah. And I'm, I'm at, I'm at one. So, uh, that's because we had injury plug seasons, guys. Mine was, <laughs> mine was. We're not getting into it. We don't need to get into it. Yeah. So I think I actually do have a, a two first round picks this year. So maybe I'll try and get Deontay, but I already have a lot of wide receivers. Yeah. You need a running back. I need some running backs. And not to mention here, some of the wide receivers on your team. Yes. Dynasty targets. <laughs> We're going into my team now. Um, one guy that I am super stoked and please come at me if you want him because I know he, you're a big fan of this guy. Yeah. Too. I almost, we had talked. We almost trade about, about him. both of these yeah. players. Yeah. Yeah, so DJ Chark is first, um, guys. He's he's talented. Yeah, it's not. He's the so ta- good. Talent's not the problem. He's so good. They just don't have a quarterback. So what it's going to come down to is they're getting Trevor Lawrence this year. It can't get worse. No, not at all. They got a new coach, Urban Myers coming in. That's the only thing I can see that might delay some of this, but because I just don't know how he's going to be in the NFL. You know, he's a college coach, but yeah. I think DJ Chark, I think Trevor Lawrence. Well, I think it's also just how cheap you could probably get DJ Chark right Dude, now. Dude, he was the 49th wide receiver this year. I think he was in like our top 20. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I, I mean, mean, he had he, like three games over 10 points this year. He completely underperformed. And it wasn't lack of targets. He still saw just under It was lack targets. of accuracy from their quarterbacks. Yep. And I don't think he scored a lot either this year. I think he only had, what, five touchdowns? Yep. I Actually, that's not terrible. And the other one, also on Caleb's team, who I think has also kind of got forgotten this past year because he missed a lot of time, is Debo Samuel. Yep. Who was in his second year last year. First year came on really strong as a rookie. Got hurt before the season started this year. Came back. 
was never really 100% right this year. They kind mm-hmm. of babied him when he came back, but he was still good when he played. And that offense, you know, is going to move the ball very well. And like right. this will be him going into his third year. I think you get him pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of this guy. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know what the quarterback situation is going to look like down there. I know that San Francisco is I mean, even, to, even if it doesn't change, it's still fine. Like, yeah, well, it to me, it depends because I'm not a huge fan of Jimmy G and him together. I want more somebody more like Nick Mullins or CJ Beathards that's going to throw the ball more down. It, it really doesn't matter for me. Well, it matters for me. Well, it's a good thing you don't have him on your team. So. But again, Debo, plagued by injuries, you're going to be able to probably get him cheap, especially with some of the emergence, you know, from maybe someone like Brandon Ayuk as well. They can kind of, you know, bring his cost down a little bit. So yep. I think he's somebody that you can definitely target this offseason. Yep. We got anybody else we want to chat about? No, I think that's enough for now. Okay. So those are going to be our trade targets. Let us know. Let us know if you oh, guys get uh, it. Yeah, trade for uh, Christian McCaffrey. That's a pretty good one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Devontae yeah. Adams. Yeah, go get if Saquon. You, if you've ever heard of him. Yeah, Saquon. Uh, you know, because he was hurt all last year. He's not going to take too much. Might be able to give up somebody like a like Marcus a Tyler Croft. Like a Tyler okay, Croft yeah. or something. Page, yeah. yeah. Might be able to get him. So we'll see. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump into our Super Bowl preview. Everybody's super pumped. Did you, by the way, did you watch that uh quote unquote? No. You didn't watch it? No. Okay. I got better things to do. Yeah. <laughs> So I watched a little bit. So if, if you guys didn't watch the Pro Bowl, the the Madden tournament, I'm not going to lie. It was a little bit more entertaining than I anticipated. How was Marshawn? He wouldn't shut up. Yeah. I love Marshawn. <laughs> but then again, Snoop Dogg was also on there. So between the two, he didn't really, there wasn't much talking going on. It was really funny because Kyler Murray was on there playing Deshaun Watson and Deshaun Watson apparently does not play Madden because he could not figure out the controls. <laughs> but I know that stuff's really big. Like a lot of like professional athletes, especially in like football and basketball, they have like Twitch channels and stuff, and yeah. they just stream them playing like Madden and 2K and stuff like yeah. that. And apparently it's very popular. Yeah, apparently Kyler has a has a Twitch stream. So hashtag go find Tyler's Twitch stream and follow him. Uh because actually I might do that because that's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, it was it was entertaining. But anyway, Super Bowl predictions. So we've got, if you haven't noticed, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Bucks are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I don't know if you didn't know that. Well, they kind of just like have raffles every year at this time. Pick two teams out. Yeah, just out of a hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know where you would have been for the last couple of weeks, but that's who we're going to talk about. Who do you want to jump in with first? Uh, let's just go Chiefs. Let's go Chiefs. They're okay. the favorites. Three-point favorites. Yep. They are expecting a decent amount of points in this game. 56 and a half, which I like. I mm. do like the over. But Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, good. Tyreek Hill, good. Kelsey, good. Yeah. Clyde might be more involved. If not, there's still Daryl Williams. I think the offense is not going to miss a beat. And the defense, I think, will show up. To me, there was one thing that I was a little concerned. It did come out that he's going to miss both of his guards, I think, or his tackles. I can't remember. On the COVID protocol right now? Yeah. yeah. So he's not going to have either one of them the game. Well, he might by now. I mean. No, they've already come out and said that they're not playing. Oh, well, okay. okay. Yeah, so they already said that they're not going to be able to play. Uh, that was broken by, um, I saw it on ESPN. Shefty? Yeah, Shefty and then Stephen A. and Max Kellerman. That's it. So that's that's where I saw that on. But uh so they said that they they don't plan on playing. So that makes me a little bit nervous because you know, the Bucks front four is pretty solid. And keep in mind he's still coming off of that foot injury. Will he be back 100% be three, hopefully? It'll be 3 weeks from oh, that. Yeah. But just I don't want to see him have to move too much. I still think that the Chiefs are going to have a, a very good game. Uh you know, I, I thought it was really interesting because people were throwing out there like, who's the most important people in this game outside of the two quarterbacks? And everybody was like, you know, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. And I thought it was very interesting because to me, well, let's see. Who do you think is the most important? Between both teams? Between both teams. Who's the most important person that's going to be on this field in this game? Besides the quarterbacks. Besides the two quarterbacks. I kind of lean Mike Evans. Mike Evans? Because I feel like Hill and Kelsey are going to show up. I feel like yeah. Chris Godwin's going to show up. 
But I think the wild card is if Mike Evans can have a big game. So I like where you're at because you definitely go player. Now, this is what's really interesting to me is I'm not going player. I'm going Todd Bowles. Hmm. So the reason I say that is because he's going to be the, he's the defensive coordinator for the Bucks, And I feel like he's going to have to man up against trying to stop this, this offense that basically decimated them earlier this season. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting. Do you think who's going to have a bigger game though? Kelsey or Hill? Uh, I'm going Kelsey. I'll take Hill though. Okay. I'm definitely going Kelsey because I feel like they're going to double team Hill this, this, this week. And I don't think they're going to be able to double team Kelsey as well. Plus, he always finds himself open. So, Bucks side? Yeah. Got the, the old man river. I mean, it's very similar. Yeah. Brady should be good. Yep. Evan should be good. Godwin should be good. There's also the wild card of Antonio Brown. Yeah, who should be back Which this it week. It is funny. Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell are playing in the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. <laughs> and kind of more like third stringers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I doubt Le'Veon Bell gets a touch in this game. Yeah. If he does, it's because someone got hurt and that's not what we want. So, you know, again, I think what it's going to come down to is I feel like it's going to be a pretty high scoring game. It's which defense is going to be able to get the takeaways. And the Bucks defense recently has been getting takeaways. And that's why I do feel like it's going to come down to Todd Bowles. Yeah, and defense. but you know who hasn't been given the ball away and who has? Well, Patrick yeah. Mahomes hasn't been given the ball away. Yeah, Brady, Brady threw three picks last week. Yeah, he's... Or two weeks ago. Yeah, I have a hard time seeing the Bucks being able to win this game. You know what's crazy is that stat right there, too, though. So apparently for every turnover that Brady has provided the opposite team in the playoffs, apparently the Bucks defense has only given up six points, which is two field goals. Yeah. Again, it is, I'm just saying it's going to come down to that defense. Yeah, I just don't think they can stop. The I just I don't think they can either. So so point so Kansas City three point favorites. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'd take them to cover. Yeah, I'll take it to cover. Overall points fifty six and a half over under. Over. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think both teams are going to score plenty of points. What do you think? Do you have a prediction on your final? Final score. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm thinking I'm going to go thirty five, twenty eight. See, I was thinking like 38, something like, like that. Like 38-31 or something. 38-30. 38-30. Yeah, I'm definitely going over, I think, over a touchdown. Going to be interesting. Yeah, so, so we have some fun prop bets for the Super Bowls. I always love these. Yeah. So we'll go run through these. We'll see which ones we like. So Chiefs points, do they score 30 and a half points? Over and the under are both around minus 110, 120. So you think they're going to score more than 30 and a half points? I think clearly we both see them scoring yep. over that. Yep, Bucks, I'm fine with that. Bucks points total, 27 and a half. Over, under. Over's even. Hmm. I, I've, I think that'll be over, though, because I went 28. So I guess yeah. technically... I probably would lay a little down on the under because I still think there's a decent chance Tampa falls on their face. Yeah, I mean, if I'm putting money on it, I'd take the under, but... I mean, for, for right now, I'm going to take the over just because I said 35-28 or something. Okay, so first team to score. Chiefs minus 135, Bucks plus 105. I'm taking the Bucks on this one. I think if they get the football, Tom Brady at first, Tom yeah. Brady will march down that field and get them at least a field goal. Yeah, so I actually agree with you, and here's what's really funny. is There's a few I mean, times... Even look at the Chiefs the past couple of games. They've kind of had some slow starts. Right, that's what I was going to say. Is There's a couple times where they come out, like game against Buffalo. Yeah. Like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, dude, there's a chance the Chiefs might not win this game. And, of course, they just killed them in the second half. But we're not talking second half. We're talking first team to score points. So I would feel like the I would take the Bucks on this. Yeah, and they have good odds. So, okay, highest scoring t- quarter. Third. First quarter is the favorite. Second, Third quarter is the second favorite. Then it goes fourth and second. I lean third quarter, too. Yeah, I don't know why, but... They have a the, they the really, Chiefs score so many points in the third quarter. Yeah, they really think the second quarter is going to have the most points. Uh, sick. really? Mm-hmm. Huh. So last prop bet, first score method. So this it doesn't matter which team. Touchdown is the heavy favorite, minus two forty. Field goal is plus one seventy, 
and anything other is plus four thousand. We can just God. Could you that. could you imagine the first points of the game is a safety? Yeah, <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> I lean field goal here. I'll take the odds. Like I said, I think Tom Brady. I like those odds. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they at least get a field goal for sure. Uh, I don't know if I would want to go the touchdown or not. I think I'd go field goal as well. Yep. Yeah, that one's tough. I didn't put this one on there, but I always love it. What color do you think the Gatorade's going to be? Blue. On the championship winning team? Blue. I'm going red. Really? It's never red, man. It's always blue. Yeah. Always, always, always blue. Yeah, I think you're going to be wrong. I can be wrong, but it's going to be blue. Okay. All right, James. Well, if they wanted to let us know about their predictions or if they're going to put some money down on some of these prop bets... I think we are because it's going to be fun. And where would they be able to tell us where they did that at? Uh, Twitter and Facebook at the TFL Monsters, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor of the Fantasy Monsters. Come let us know. Let us know about the Super Bowl. I think we might do something fun for the Super Bowl. So keep uh, keep a watch out on our social media pages and, uh, you know, just en- enjoy the time watching this. I think going to be probably the first time this year, uh, probably the first time in quite a while where I actually don't really care who wins. I like both teams. I usually don't come into the Super Bowl with that. I, I'm not going to be upset if either team wins. So I'm, I'm really excited for this Super Bowl this year. Scott, thanks again for coming on and chatting with us. We always appreciate you spending the time, you know, when our champions spend the time to come talk with us mediocre people, I guess. Still, still mad. Well, we'll be mad until we beat them next year. Uh, But thank you for jumping on there. And then thanks, everybody else, for listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. Have a good one. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. I can be ruby in the mood. I can be rotten. I can be cool, man, I can fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you